0: Uh, Good morning, everyone. So, Malapit na yung Paskol, no? Uh, Can I see? Have you gotten your 13-month bonus? Wala? Okay, that's good. Okay. (laughs) But uh, kidding aside, no? Um, The message uh, this morning is entitled, A Time of Renewal. Okay, A Time of Renewal. Uh, May this message this morning, lead us to renew our commitment to the Lord and also lead us to repentance, okay? So, have you ever gone to a funeral? Have you ever gone to a funeral, okay? Uh, When you see the casket and the deceased body inside, what instantly goes through your mind? Can you imagine yourself right now being in that casket? Alam ko, no, pang nakasira ng trip Christmas na. Tapos, ano, ito yung intro ko, yung casket. But, you no, know, um, because this is reality. A lot of people are really, as you get older, you visit the funeral parlor more often, di ba? Because all your relatives that are older, all your friends, they are also going. You know? So, as you, today, I want us to think, you no, know, if you were inside that casket, okay, and God says to you, I'm going to give you a second chance to live. What would you tell yourself today? If you were in that casket, you know, just say you're dead already. And God says, I'm going to give you a second chance. What will you do with your life? If I was in that casket and God said, okay, I'll extend it another 20 years. You know? So, some things that I think I will do I will love more. I will help more. I will give more. I will uh, share Jesus more. I will uh, travel more. Okay. I will disciple more. I will stop wasting my time. I will forgive more. And I will go for my dreams more. That's, that's for me. But how about you? you know, going to funerals, it should lead us to self-reflect on our life. And, and funerals is the best time to, that reminds us that life is really short. After the pandemic, we always hear this word, life is short, life is short. Because life is really short. Some people they live to 40, some people 45, 60, 70, 75. Uh, a couple of days ago, I I officiated a renewal of vows of 50 years old, a 50 year old couple, a 50 year anniversary, okay, of a couple. And last night, binibilang ko, ako kaya. 50 year anniversary kailang, kailang kami ni, ni uh, si Loris, Sabi ko 75 pala? Pag 75 years old, I will be, uh, we will be celebrating our 50th anniversary. Sabi ko, oh Lord, gusto ko umabot 75 years old. No, because it's, it was really fun. Though I didn't really know the couple that well, but for me to officiate their 50th uh, golden wedding anniversary, it was really fun to see them still strong and being able to walk, you know, down the aisle and renew their vows, diba? So, funerals have a way to lead us to self-reflect, and I hope that today this message will also help you to reflect on your life, help you to um, renew your commitment as a follower of Jesus. You see, the setting in Amos chapter 5 is like a funeral setting. It has this sense because the prophet Amos starts with a lamentation or a funeral tone in verse 1. In verse 1, it says, Hear the word that I take up over you in lamentation or house of Israel. Now, this is the ESV. Then in the New Living, it says, Listen, you people of Israel, listen to this funeral song. I am singing, okay? So, the message today is a message of sadness from Amos that he wants to deliver to us today. And in Amos 5 verse 2, he continues and he says, Fallen, no more to rise, is the virgin Israel, forsaken on her land, with none to raise her up. Fallen is the virgin Israel. It means that Israel was once pure and innocent and faithful, but because of sin and disobedience and corruption and injustice against the poor, God has abandoned them and He will not be there to save them anymore. That's why it says, uh, Fallen is the virgin Israel forsaken on her land with none to raise her up because of uh, sin, because of disobedience, okay, um, God has forsaken Israel. God has forsaken Israel. And as believers today, we cannot become complacent in our faith. Being faithful actually takes hard work. We cannot be too sure about ourselves because sin, you know, sin actually creeps into our life very slowly. And before you know it, You know, that sin has entrapped you and you become very far away from the Lord. Have you ever experienced that? You know, when I was still in my twenties, no, Uh, um, not yet a pastor. Okay. There are years, uh, there are years literally. Okay. Sin creeps into my life and I start not having my devotion with the Lord. And yet I still serve the Lord. Fasad na lang, fasad. Alam fasad? Serving ka, pero wala na yung relationship. Because sin, no? sin goes into uh, our life slowly and before you know it, you are far away from the Lord. Many Christians actually fall out of the race because of sin. And one thing about sin, it starts very small, then we keep on feeding that sin and when we continue to feed it, We have fallen away from God. The call this morning, okay, uh, is these four things. Now, In Amos 5, the call, uh, the message this morning is a call to repentance, a call to uh, faithfulness, authentic worship, and to renew our first love, which is to Jesus Christ. In Amos uh, 5, verse 3 to 4, it says, For thus says the Lord, God the city that went out a thousand shall have a hundred left and that which went out a hundred shall have ten left to the house of Israel for thus says the Lord to the house of Israel seek me and live Amos gives a symbolism that once Israel was strong but God has made Israel God will make Israel weak why because they continue to live in sin and oppress the poor. It's a warning also to all of us today Christians. Let's not be overconfident in our achievements uh, of the past. But being a Christian is actually a daily struggle, a daily journey, a daily relationship with the Lord. We can't rest on our uh, laurels, meaning um, you can't be satisfied with your past achievements as a Christian. But you have to make an effort that you want to continue to grow, continue to uh, feed yourself with God's Word, continue to renew your walk with the Lord. I think a lot of us today, we fall into the maintenance mode. Okay, what's the maintenance mode? I think yung maintenance mode is where we become complacent in our spiritual life. We tend to when we reach a certain point, sometimes we go, okay na ako. Hanggang dito na lang ako. Okay? Then, after became, becoming complacent, then routine sets in. Alam mo, routine? You just go through the motions. Go to church, give your tithes. You know? then you go home. The next week, you come again. You now, whatever is being uh, encouraged by our leaders, in the church, we tend to go, okay. okay? You become complacent, then it becomes a routine. Then there comes resistance. You don't want to change anymore. Even if the Lord is speaking to us, we don't want to change. That for me is uh, when we have fallen into, into the maintenance mode. It's just like mga business. I'm not a businessman, but I've seen businesses that have gone up and that have gone down, and usually they go down because they don't change with the times, because they don't innovate, and sometimes, um, they think they're so strong, forever na, they'll be strong, but actually, it's not, you no. Know? And And if you're a businessman, okay, uh, your, th- your 1,000 pesos business can become a 100 peso business. And this can happen if you are not aware, if you are not innovating, and if you are not trying to improve your company yearly. That's why when I worked at Happy Toothpaste, I was a salesman. Okay? Palagi kami nagpapalit ng karton, ng toothpaste. Palagi yan. Diba? So, kunayang ito yung karton, diba? Ito yung karton, ganyan. After six months, sasabihin ng manager, papalitan yung karton. Palit na naman. So, you have to go to all the supermarkets and tell them, ah, ipu-pull out, tapos ilalagay na naman yung bagong karton. Hindi ko nag-i-gets. Pero sabi nila, ng mga marketing, no? Mga marketing. Kailangan niyan. Keep on innovating. Palit lang palit ng karton daw, para daw, bago, bago, bago. If you stop daw changing, they will feel, the market will feel, that you're not innovating with the times. Kaya may kita mo, no? through the years, our church has also innovated. no? Pansin mo yung mga PowerPoint? May mga color-color yan. Okay? okay. Uh, required yan. Ganun yung mga color-color. Ako hindi ko naintindi pero kailangan daw ganun yung color. No? Ganun yung font size. Pa- kind of the marketing thing din. Okay? Kind of the marketing thing. Okay? So, the Israelites are being warned by Amos here. If you don't change your ways, If you don't repent and come back to the Lord, I will take your thousands away. Your thousand will become a hundred, your hundred will become tens. So, as Christians, let's be careful. Let's not rest on our laurels. Let's not say because, Oh, I'm already a mature Christian. I'm not going to fall anymore. But if you're already a mature Christian, then all the more you have to push yourself to continue to grow each year continue to renew your love for the Lord. And God says, repent and seek the Lord and live. In the same way as Christians, we have to avoid the trap of going into the maintenance mode of being complacent, routine, and resisting change. Instead, we got to seek God and want to grow. So what are the signs of a growing Christian? First, For me, a growing Christian, there is intentionality. You know, you are intentional in pursuing a deeper relationship with God. Second, you are open to change. You are willing to embrace change. You step into new challenges, and you want opportunities for growth that God gives you. And third, you must have that passion, passion of sharing the Gospel passion for discipleship. This is very important for us you know, as growing Christians. We need to have these three things, it, intentionality, openness, and also passion. Okay. Now, Amos 5, verse 5, it says, but do not seek Bethel and do not enter into Gilgal or cross over to Beersheba, for Gilgal shall surely go into exile and Bethel shall come to nothing." Now, the prophet Amos specifies places here, no? He says Bethel, Gilgal, and Beersheba. All these places are associated with religious activities, okay? All these places are the centers of worship. But Amos advises against seeking God in these places because the people's worship there had become just Ritualistic and insincere, nagiging ritual nalang without really having the heart. So I ask us, you no, know, are you just do you have uh, are you just go? Is, is coming to church just a ritual, without really worship? Is this you know a? Ito na ba yung puso natin right now? Has your Christian life become just a ritual, without the worship? and only God can see your heart. Are you going through the motions without having a heart transformation? Do we go into church and leave the church the same? Or do we have a change of heart every time we experience the Lord? Are we running on empty already? Running on empty is like driving your car without any gas. Running on empty happens when we fill our life with so many activities, but you don't have a relationship with the Lord. You see, um, we can get away with that for some time, but eventually we burn out because we serve not out of love, okay, but we serve out of duty. And this is a common problem for us Christians. We become too busy. Okay, we have become too busy to worship We have been bogged down with rituals without authentic worship. We sing without really meaning it. We serve without joy. Has your Christian life become just a duty than a devotion? So I want you to think about this. Is your Christian life just a ritual without the worship? Amos 5 verse 6, it says, Seek the Lord and live, lest He breaks out like fire in the house of Joseph, and it devour with none to quench it for Bethel. Again, the message today is a call to repentance, to faithfulness, to authentic worship, and to renewing our first love. Amos says we must seek the Lord and live. You see, a person, uh, what is the picture of uh, to seek the Lord? What is the picture of seeking the Lord? It's a person standing with his face, okay, looking up to the sky, you know. Uh, for me, uh, that's what it means to seek the Lord. You know, you face the skies, face the heavens, you raise your hands, and you uh, seek Him, waiting for the Lord to show you, you know, waiting for the Lord to lead you. That for me is what it means to seek the Lord. And when you, you know, just raise your hands to the heavens, it's a sign that you want to surrender your life to Him. That is what it means to seek the Lord and live. You see, seeking the Lord is a transformative journey filled with twists and turns, hills and valleys, challenges and uncertainties. If we seek the Lord, you will see how the Lord will change you slowly. okay? And I think all of us here, as we have uh, seek the Lord in our life, you know what I'm talking about. If you really seek the Lord with all your heart, there will be that transformative uh, change in our heart. There will be that heart transformation that will happen. Because, you know, yun talaga yung power. If you surrender your life to Jesus. To seek the Lord is a wholehearted pursuit. It is a sincere effort to know, obey, and align oneself with God's will. To seek the Lord is to abandon the old ways and to seek God's guidance and and reorient our lives. So, seeking the Lord is about obedience and surrender. So the message today is a warning from God to all of us. We must stop doing these things. Stop living in sin. Is there any sin that you are continually living in? You have to stop it. Are you living in disobedience? Then you have to stop it. Are you oppressing the poor? You have to stop it. Are you living in maintenance mode already sa spiritual life mo? It's time to renew. Is your worship just a ritual? It's time to renew. If you don't stop doi- doing these things, Amos says, we will be like the fallen Israel. We will fall and God will not be there to help us anymore. Our thousands will become hundreds and our hundreds will become tens. My friends, let's focus less on activities that will get the applause of man. But let us focus more on our inner life that will get the applause of God. Today is a time of renewal, and in application to the message this morning, there are three things I want to share to us that we need to do for us to renew and recommit uh, to uh, our first love, which is Jesus Christ. First is the need for authentic worship. Amos challenges us that true worship goes beyond outward ceremonies. There is a call by Amos that we have to examine our hearts and to see if we are authentic and sincere in our worship of God. Who you are before God, uh, when no one is looking, is your true, authentic worship. In short, who you are every day before the Lord, when nobody sees you, that is your true, authentic worship. Do you have that daily quiet time with the Lord? It's just you. And the Lord through authentic worship. Stop being in the maintenance mode and start to seek the Lord and be a growing Christian. Second, the need for repentance. Amos laments the spiritual condition of our society today where there is rampant living of sin and disobedience and we even celebrate it actually. Sin has become the accepted norm and Amos reminds us that we are called by God to turn away from sinful ways and to seek God's forgiveness. So when is the time to repent? Tell your sitmate, okay, the time to repent is later. No, now. Now is the time to repent. Actually, now is the time to repent. Huwag mo na ipabukas, huwag mo na ipamamaya. Okay? If the Lord has laid upon your hearts, the things that you need to repent, then repent, you know, and ask God for forgiveness. And lastly, the need for social justice. Now, what is social justice? Social justice is a concept that refers to the fair and just distribution of resources, opportunities, and privileges within a society. Okay, it, en- it encompasses the idea that every individual in a society should have equal access to basic human rights, opportunities, and benefits regardless of their background. For so example of social justice, uh, we believe that everyone must have access to good quality education. Well, we believe in that. That is why. At our school, Hope Christian, uh, we raise a lot of scholarships for our students. We give financial assistance. We give alumni discounts. We do this not for the applause of man. We do this because we are for social justice. We believe that the financial background of the parents um, should not matter, but each child should have. Um, the access to good quality education. And we also believe um, we have to give better pay to your employees, to your helpers, to your drivers. So, Amos challenges us to treat our neighbors right, to show love to the poor and to the elderly, to care for the orphans and the weak, and we cannot turn a blind eye to the people who are in need. So, I just want to challenge Again, all of us today, if God has put a burden in your heart to help a person or to help a certain cause, do it because that burden is something that the Lord has laid upon your heart so that you can help others. So the prophet Amos laments for us today. He laments for us because if we continue to live in sin, if we continue to disobey him, we will be like the fallen uh, virgin Israel, forsaken with no one to help. And, but good news also for all of us, we still have time to renew our love for the Lord. And as I started with the image of a casket, I would like to end with a casket. So imagine you're attending a funeral service right now. And the prophet Amos is telling you, it's time to renew your walk with the Lord. Stop living in sin and disobedience. Stop being unkind to people. Stop being in the maintenance mode. Instead, it's time to renew our first love to Jesus Christ. And it starts with an authentic worship, repentance, and helping the people in need. So may God break our hearts this morning and may we seek the Lord and live. God bless everyone.